Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive evening. Mine the negative. Latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative, where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host. Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with your co-host, Monica Renee, of Topics and Issues. Hey, Monica, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Katrina? I'm good, Monica, trying to stay warm. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm still cool from Thanksgiving. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. So you had a great Thanksgiving? Yeah, I did. I did. Good, good. Okay. Okay. Well, Monica, um, today's show, um, today's show is going to be about um, how to involve your family in goal setting. And, um, mm-hmm. I, and I think that goal setting, I think that this is such a great topic. Mm, especially uh, we're getting ready to go into a new year, and usually in the new mm-hmm. year, people, um, you know, people are setting all these resolutions and setting these goals, and you know, making these these uh, plans to make changes. And um, mm-hmm. what I what I've what I've learned through teaching um, this budgeting class over the years is that. You know, once people usually um, go through the sessions, um, you know, we we go through the vocabulary of money, um, you know, what is the language of money, we talk about the power of choices, talk about how advertising affects our spending, um, and then we talk about goal setting. And and throughout all of these series, you know, um, people are doing work. Um, People are actually um, tracking their spending. So in the beginning of the series, everybody has a little a little bitty book, a little bitty tracker, and the um, the, the challenge is, you know, whenever you spend money, whenever money leaves you, to write it down, so that you'll begin to to know where your money is going. Well, mm-hmm. what 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 happens around this time in the series is that, you know, people have begun to to see where their spending leaks are, where where money is going. Um, people who often thought they didn't they didn't have any um, extra cash um, are, are seeing different patterns um, that they are that they have that um, may not necessarily be the healthiest patterns for them and and areas where they can begin to make changes around their money and and so what happens usually around this time is that um, people will want to say things like okay. 
well, I, I see where I can, I see where I can you know, tighten up the budget. And um, you know, for example, you know, we eat every Friday. We go out for TGIF. You know, we spend about mm-hmm. forty at least forty dollars. That's a hundred sixty dollars mm-hmm. a month. You know, a hundred sixty dollars mm-hmm. a month. Um, I, we can really use that one hundred sixty dollars to start saving on a down payment for a home. You know, or right. to start, you know, saving for a car. Well, what happens mm-hmm. is that in this in this budgeting series, um, the family is not really taking this class. It's only the individual members, and so now, right. now that mm-hmm, so now that people want to begin to make changes. Um, what what happens is um, if you don't begin to involve your family in these changes that you're about to make, they will sabotage you. Um, That's true. You know, yeah, you know, because... Um, uh, your, family yeah. member, your family members are the people that surround you most. And... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times your biggest triggers is, you know, like when you're with them, when you when, when you're in your family, like your biggest triggers are like sometimes, um, you know, you guys are sitting around, you might want to order a pizza or something, or, mm-hmm. you know, you may want to go and uh, buy drinks or something, you know, because mm-hmm. being around your family, those are social moments as well. You know? mm-hmm. So Absolutely. those can strike yeah. up the triggers. Yeah. So now as 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 you begin to make changes in your finances or in the, in your behaviors in the way that you want to do things, you know, and now you sit up and tell your family, "Oh, well, we're not going to order pizza on Friday." They're going to get together in a huddle and they're going to be like, "They they this person has lost their mind." You know, we we we've mm-hmm. been eating pizza. You know, we've been doing right. these things that we we're doing. What what are you talking about? And, you know, you don't right. want to um you don't want to begin to sabotage yourself now that you've learned all these um, great um, tips and all these new um, ways of tracking your money and 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 making changes around your, your your finances. So today, what we want to talk about is ten steps to involve your family in what I call communal. Goal setting, um, and I call it communal goal setting because when you have a significant other, or when you have children, um, you know, or, or, or people in your immediate circle, when you make changes, your changes not only affect you, but they affect other people in your life. And so, um, you know, one of the first things to do um, is, or one of the first tips that um, that we give is um, to talk with your fam- talk with family members as a group. And 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 what what what's meant by that is, you know, you want to make sure that um, that you talk to your family members. All together, you don't want to get one. You don't want to talk to your, um, you know, you don't want to talk to your oldest child and then, you know, then talk to your youngest child. Now, your spouse, you know, you may let your spouse know that, you know, this is what I want to do. But basically, you want to get everybody together or you want to begin to have this conversation when everybody is together as a group. 
Um, mm-hmm. So it's important. And then that, that actually that actually make that actually ensures that everyone is on the same accord um, as well for training. Absolutely, Monica. Absolutely. So you know, mm-hmm. very important to make sure that everybody is together, and that's that's tip one. Um, tip two is you want to talk when everything is neutral. So you don't want to begin to have this dialogue when there's tension in the air or, um, you know, when there's some conflict or, when you know, when there's, when there's a really busy time. You know, you, you want to find the perfect time. You want to find a time where everybody's together, everybody's fairly happy and, and pretty neutral. You know, everybody's in a so, good space. Uh, you know, usually, usually families, Katrina, they usually have like a dinner or something. Um, okay. So I think that's a good time to actually bring the conversation up about that. You know, everybody's sitting around talking about their day. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's no tension or anything like that. You just at dinner, you know, enjoying yourself mm-hmm. and conversating. So that would be a, a good setting, you know, um, to bring it, that up yeah. there too. Sure, it absolutely could be a time where everybody's coming together as a meal or coming together to eat as a family around a meal. Um, it, it could also mm-hmm. be a time where everybody's in the family room. That's true. You know, everybody's in the, in the family room. Um, but, um, you know, just finding that, 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 that space where everybody's in a good space Um you don't want to have these type of conversations when the atmosphere is tense or non-conducive. Um, you know, this can this can make for instant sabotage. So that that's tip mm-hmm. number two. And you know, tip number three is that you want to begin the conversation casually. You want to begin the conversation by saying something like, "No, the car. You know, this car that that we have. This car I've been driving." It's been a lot of trouble these days. Every other month, it seems like you know I'm having to put it in the shop for repairs, or um, you know, or um, you know, it's it's um, you know, it's just taking a lot of money to um, you know to to get it to keep it up and running. Or it could be that you're going back to school and you want to say something like, you know, I've been thinking about going back to school and, and getting a degree would really um increase our income and our and, and my employment opportunities. You know, right. um, or if you or if you or if you if you're a renter and you're thinking about, you know, now you've been uh saving your money or or you've been um you know you've been going through these budgeting classes and you've made a decision to stop saving up for a down payment, you may want to say, you know, we've been written for a long time and, and if we had our own home we could fix it up the way we wanted to. We could have more space. So the point is, you want to begin this conversation by talking about the advantages of being able to uh, reach this goal that you're talking about. You know, you right. want to you want right. to have a conversation with your family around the advantages of doing, you know, whatever this goal is. What are the advantages of it? And that's, that's, you want to begin having a, just a casual conversation. And that's tip number three. Mm-hmm. So um, tip number four is you want to let, you know, once you begin to talk about the advantages of doing, you know, setting this goal, 
Begin to let your family talk about how these changes can affect them, how the, how the changes can benefit them. Um, and so it, it, it happens almost as an automatic reflex. If I began to talk about, you know, I, I think that, you know, I think it would be good for us to get a new car because it seems like every six months, you know, we're, make, we're putting money into repairs, um, you know, um, you know, if we had a new car, you know, we may have to pay a, a car note, but you know, we wouldn't have to worry about we'd have well, it would be we'd have reliable transportation. Um, or, or if you're talking about a home, you know, buying a home, you know, we as renters we can't do what we want to do with the space. If we had our own place, we could fix it up the way we wanted to. We'd have we'd have a yard. You know, um, it would be great. We'd be able to have a basement or, or whatever. And nine out of ten right. times, nine out of ten times, right. Monica. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Go I was ahead, just going to say nine, nine, nine out of ten times, those family members are going to start saying, talking about what's in it for them. Yeah, if it's a, if it's a kid, yeah, you're right, and I could have my own bedroom. Or yeah, we could start. We could paint this. We could paint the rooms. You know, I could paint my room blue. Or the husband. Yeah, I could make my little man cave. You know, but the, right. you know, the, the family's going to begin to talk about what's in it for them. And and at that point, or or sometimes when you begin to um, allow them to um, after you begin to have this casual conversation. If it gets silent, if it gets silent, don't allow that silence to spook you. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. we get we can get really uncomfortable when nobody's saying anything. And and mm-hmm. what I like to say, what I like to say is, don't get uncomfortable if it gets silent. Allow people to think, because they're thinking. They're thinking about what's in it for me. And once they start talking about what's in it for me, you know, or what's in it for them, then you know you you know you they're engaged, and that's good. That's exactly where you want them to be. Mhm. Is, is that making sense, Monica? It makes a lot of sense, Katrina. Okay. Okay. So I was going to use, for example, uh, mm-hmm. I was going to use for an example like a, a benefit. Mm-hmm. You know that can affect the whole family if someone you know decided mm-hmm. to go back to school and they'll just finish like maybe a like maybe a two year or four years um right. two or four years they'll be making more money um and right. the family will be able to do more things maybe they could start investing or putting up uh for you know the kids to go to college or you know just start saving and being able to do more without having like a you know, just just without having a tighter budget, it's a sacrifice. But Absolutely. you know, in, in the long run, it's going to benefit everyone. Absolutely, Monica. A- absolutely. Um, you know, a- absolutely, absolutely. Mhm, mhm. And um, and so, tip number five is when your family members begin to verbalize how your changes can positively affect them. Then you'll know, um, then you let them know that this goal is going to require some sacrifices from the group. So that's exactly what you said. 
But you know, when 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 we can get the family to start buying into what's in it for me, at that point, when you know that they're vested, you know, at that point is when you want to say, you know, you know, in order for in order for us to make this happen, it's going to require some sacrifices, and it's going to require some sacrifices from all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, num- mm-hmm. uh, school again, for an example, um, mm-hmm. like maybe if it's a, a family, you know, it's a working family, and uh, maybe they have older children, if, if one of the parents decide to go back to school, maybe the older child will have to step in and, you know, go pick up the younger child from school now because the parent is now in school themselves. So, Absolutely. you know, everybody kind of has a Absolutely, Monica. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that brings us up to tip number six. You know, you want to ask them, what are you willing to do to make this become a reality? And again, don't allow silence to spook you, <laughs> because they may need time to reflect. You know, they they may need time to reflect. But, you know, in your goal setting, you want to make sure that everybody is vested. Um, And goal number, um, or tip number number seven, um, once, once the family begins to give suggestions, things that they can do um, that may or may not be realistic or feasible, um, you know, you still want to encourage them to, to brainstorm. You know, and you do. You yeah, want to brainstorm also, with them. Mm-hmm. Also in the process, Katrina uh, was, you know, the like brainstorming and stuff like that, and, you know, you bringing up goals to your family members, you know, in hopes of them supporting you and everybody, like, pitching in and helping mm-hmm. you get things done. That will actually motivate other family members to brainstorm on, on goals that they want to actually accomplish themselves, mm-hmm. and it will get everybody in it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Monica. And And the reason why is because it's an education process. And and which brings us to tip number eight. Um, you know, educate. You know, you're educating your family by letting them know um, that as a family, we you know we um, can begin to make some changes um, and save money that's necessary for us to reach this goal. Right. Right. You know, you're, you're educating them on the process. You know, because when we right. the, the 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 reality is that when we set goals, it does require a lot of sacrifice. And it, and it requires, and if I'm not a single person, you know, if I'm in a household with other people, you know, a significant other, children, um, you know, people who I'm vested in and who are vested in me, the bottom line is that it's going to require sacrifices from us as a group. In order for you know, in order for this, uh, in order for this goal to be successfully completed. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So tip number eight is to educate them by letting them know that as a family, 
we will begin, you know, to make some changes to save the money necessary for reaching a desired goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So tip number nine is talk as a group about what changes need to happen. You know, so if, for example, instead of... Uh-huh. I think that's a good one, Katrina, because, for instance, um, as you're talking to your family as a group, uh, and, you know, they're actually willing to support whatever it is that you're trying to do, then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people will start saying, well, you know, I can do this on that day, or at this time I can do this, so you won't have to worry about this. You know what I'm saying? And people can actually mm-hmm. make their, themselves a you know, when they have the free time to actually help you out. Absolutely, Monica. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when it you know, if 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 we're gonna to begin to start saving money, you know, because the for example, the, the example I gave about we eat pizza, we eat once a week. You know, and once a week on Fridays we're eating out and you know, spending at least forty dollars a month. Now I see that maybe we only eat out once a month. You know, maybe once a month we'll do, you know, a TGIF. But the every but the the other Fridays we'll cook something at home. It may be special, but we're going to make it at home. And that's a hundred twenty dollars of extra cash that we have that can go towards this goal. Mm-hmm. So instead of eating out every Friday. So what I was what I could say to to the to my family is that, well, you know, instead of eating out every Friday, um, we'll only eat out once a month, and then the money that we save can go directly into saving, like I said, for the goal. And if the goal is not mm-hmm. monetary, if it's not a monetary goal, like say school, allow each individual to take responsibility for the part they may play. You know, because even young right. children could. You know, well, I'll wash the dishes. Well, you know, I'll sweep the floor. That's good. And it you also know, teaches responsibility, early. You know, and it also teaches uh, kids responsibility early and actually um, teaches them to, you know, stick with things that they set out to do. Absolutely, Monica. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that brings me to um, tip number 10, um, allow everyone to be accountable. And so usually when we have these type of group discussions, you know, what I, what I say is have a recorder. Have someone who's willing to write down who will do what. If this means mm-hmm. no new shoes every three months, write it down. Um, if it means eating out once a month, write it down. Um, if it means mm-hmm. certain chores, somebody, you know, different different uh, people will take different responsibilities for different chores, write it out. Write it out because in writing it out, um, it provides the accountability. And it also provides a visual, too, for everybody to be able to look at, to remember. Here's why we're not eating Friday. Here's, here's why we're not eating, you know, eating pizza every Friday. You know, because we're right. saving towards the down payment on a home. Or here's why I have to wash, here's why I'm washing dishes three times a week, because mom's going to be in school 
and it's going to help, you know, while she's in school, you know, I'm taking some responsibility with the housework. This is a group effort. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, um, you know, Monica, I'll um, give an example of when my girls were um, younger. <clears throat> when my girls were younger, um, there was a, a point where um, I was seriously thinking about saving for a home. And I did, I, I had that exact conversation with, with my girls. I sat them down, you know, one day we were all kind of sitting down, and I said to them, I said, you know, I said, you know, we've been renting, and, um, you know, uh, our landlord won't allow us to have a basketball court in the backyard, but if we got our own place, we could get it, we could have, we could, I could buy a basketball court, and we could, you know, you girls could be able to play basketball. If we had our own house, right. you know, we'd have we'd have more room. And all of a sudden, they were like, "Yeah," and we and I'd be able to have my own room, and I could paint my room pink. Yeah, and I could, you know, and they just they just started getting into it. And I said, "Yeah, you know, that's right." I said, "But in order for us to do this, you know, we're going to have to make some sacrifices. We're going to have to make some changes." Right, you know, and I think and so, one, uh, I think one of the things was me, um, Katrina, that uh, actually started teaching me, you know, a little bit about responsibility. For instance, I would say when I was a uh, in the twelfth grade, um, mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to go to the prom, and I wanted so many different things. Of course, my parents were helping me. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of the stuff that I wanted, I had to save for myself. Um, so 12th grade year, I actually got a job, and I worked all through 12th grade year, and I did good in my classes and everything, and I was actually able to have a prom of my dreams, you know, because um, my parents taught me, well, hey, you know, we, we, we can meet you half of the way, you know, but you want you want things, so you have to. You know, you have to learn responsibility. So I ended up getting a job, Katrina, and um, wow. I actually uh, you was earned able it. to save. That time. Yeah, that I actually was able to save, and, you know, it actually helped me out, and it taught me a lesson, too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know, and, and your family, you know, your parents were kind of teaching you that, you know, if you you know if you want this, you know we're willing to help you, but you got to do some work. You know, you got to take some responsibility in this also. So that was mm-hmm. almost. I mean, that that was almost. That was very similar to the same concept. You know, what are you willing to right. do to make it happen, Monica? Here's right. what we're willing to do. What, what what are you willing to do? Right. And and everybody had an accountability. Right. So that's pretty, you know, that's pretty um, pretty neat um, and very, very important when it comes to, you know, when it comes to setting goals. Because, again, if you begin to make changes and you don't include or involve your family, there is going to be instant sabotage. Mm-hmm. Because the only person who That's sees what's true. in it for me is me. <laughs> That's you know, true. We, yeah. And when we set goals, we want 
everybody around the table. We want all the stakeholders, everybody involved, we want them to, to be able to say, here's what's in it for me, and here's what I'm willing right. to do in order to make it happen. Right, right. Mhm, mhm, yeah. I agree with you, Yeah. So, um, you know, so those are, you know, those are the ten tips, um, you know, that we offer, um, for involving your family members in communal goal setting. Mhm. Mhm. So, any anything that you want to add, Monica? Um, I just want to say, um, I think that um, uh, it, it is a good idea to involve, um, you know, your family and even your closest friends in goal setting mm-hmm. because in your own goal setting because I feel like with that, um, you know, it kind of puts everybody on track and it, it kind of motivates everyone to, you know, pursue their goals and make things happen you know, to obtain them. Okay. I like that. I, I like that, even involving your closest friends, because it, it allows mm-hmm. everybody to be able to, um, yeah, to, to, to be on task and to be accountable. Right. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Great. Thank you, Monica. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, we're going to um, bring this session um to a close, and uh, we want to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources um, in the topics of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Skills Institute, along with your co-host, Monica Bay of Topics and Issues. We're wishing you a great week. I would say have, have a, a great week, everybody. Great. Have a great week, Monica. You too, Katrina. All right. Blessings. Thank you. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. Ah.